Previously on No Compromise. You must have me mistaken. We're not the Koch brothers. All of America is door brothers door right brothers. now. We're all right. door brothers. And my goodness, we just want to get this country back. In light of recent events, so much has gone on with the NRA, and we don't know all the facts, but it's kind of gotten to the point where it's the last straw. There aren't a lot of women here, so we need more women. We need more women. Um, ladies? Yes, I think, I'll be honest with you, I think that violence is inevitable. He's in Georgia. I'm in Iowa and Missouri. We're just good friends. There's so, a, lot, a lot of gun guys like that. Are you still alive right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. recording. I mean, just, I usually don't just turn kill this part. I'm off record right now. Oh, why is that, though? To really understand people who want no gun regulations at all, what we're calling the No Compromise Gun Rights Movement, we can't just focus on its leaders. we got to meet some followers, right? To do that, I drove down to Coweta County, Georgia, about 40 miles out of Atlanta, headed toward Alabama, to a brown house at the end of a windy road. Weathered, clabbered siding, an old Jeep, American flag. So like I said, I'm, my house is very plain. It's... <laughs> As I step inside Carolyn Ricker's house, my eye immediately gets drawn to this... Ooh, look at all... Pegboard covered in spools of different colored thread. Beautiful little workplace. Are you the, the sewer? Yes. Wow. In front of a sewing machine. My daughter was in a play. She had, she played Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, local production. So I had to sew her costume. This is where she comes when everyone in her family leaves for work to pull up Facebook. <laughs> I prop my phone up. <laughs> You prop your phone up on the sewing machine? Well, not on the sewing machine, on that uh, toolbox back there. I'll just prop it up and I'll be, you know, I'll be doing something by hand and then I'll have to pause it while I, I take a seam and then um, I'll listen to it. So, yes, that's how I do it. That's adorable. <laughs> I'm listening. Well, I, and I knit a few rounds, I shoot a few rounds. <laughs> Between stitches. That's how she watches her live videos. And it, it's just fun because we're all part of this community. It's like pulling up your hot chocolate and sitting down. Okay. We're here together, you know. And you, you have that sense of community, but you still can't see each other. Videos like this. Hollywood left-wing Democrats who hate your guts and hate my guts, who want to kill babies, eat them for dinner, and then choke down one of your AR-15s and steal it from you. This is the Door Brothers' partner in Georgia, Patrick Parsons. Um, he's obnoxious, and that's... And I say that in a kind way, um, but he gets your attention. Yeah. And that's what you need if you're going to make sure that you're not going to be railroaded or steamrollered into giving up something that you shouldn't really have to give up. Parsons runs Carolyn's local no-compromise group, Georgia Gun Owners. We heard from him in the first episode. The Doors and their buddies, like Patrick, are part of a growing pro-gun movement that's been attacking the NRA from the right. The NRA is selling you out. He's one-on-one, he's face-to-face, he's, he's warm, he's personable. Patrick typically puts out a few videos a week. Carolyn says she tries to keep up with all of them. Blame it on the establishment gun lobby, Georgia Carey, and the NRA 
who for years have been working behind the scenes to stop constitutional carry from passing at the Capitol in Atlanta. Carolyn loves this stuff. The right of the people to keep and carry arms shall not be infringed. My standard is constitutional carry, period. Constitutional carry is also called permitless carry. The idea is you shouldn't need permission from the government, any government, to carry a concealed firearm. That means no permits, no background checks. No nothing. That's what Carolyn's talking about. And if it's true that she watches all of Patrick's videos, on average, that's about two and a half hours a week. Spent stitching and listening. They all want tyranny over your rights, your God-given right to defend yourself and your family. Listening and stitching. We need to go for the kill now. Get the government out of the gun business now. Lead. Which is why we wanted to talk to her. I'm Lisa Hagen. And I'm Chris Haxel. And this is No Compromise, an NPR investigative series about one family on a mission to reconstruct America using two powerful tools, guns and Facebook. We're getting to know a side of the gun debate that most folks never see. And the more we learn, the more we realize. Guns are just the beginning. In the last episode, we met leaders in the No Compromise movement. People who say the NRA is soft on guns. In this episode, The Flock, We meet people who watch these videos and love them. And we trace how the doors built the Facebook community that supercharged their whole operation. This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp, the online counseling service dedicated to connecting you with a licensed counselor to help you overcome whatever stands in the way of your happiness. Fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a professional tailored to your needs. And if you aren't satisfied with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time, free of charge. Visit BetterHelp.com compromise to get 10% off your first month. Get the help you deserve with BetterHelp. What does it take to start something from nothing? And what does it take to actually build it? I'm Guy Raz. Every week on How I Built This, I speak with founders behind some of the most inspiring companies in the world. NPR's How I Built This, listen now. So those of y'all who are just now coming on, let me know where you're watching from. In almost every one of these gun videos on Facebook, there's a point where the guys do shout-outs. Stuart is here. The great Johnny Lowe is here from McDuffie, Georgia. Bill is like here. It's like a ritual. Reminds me of that moment in church where everyone greets each other. Okay. There's Al in Cobbtown, Jim in Rome, Max, nice shirt, Brian in Columbus, Gary still stuck in California. What's up? But since Johnny this is a Facebook congregation where you can't really turn to your neighbor and shake their hand, the gun guys step in. Riff off the comments. The great Owen Nicholson, Jim Box says Bill Heath is a douche. Yeah, he probably is. Now, here's the thing about Bill Heath. Each video is usually dedicated to a main topic, some liberal attack or Republican betrayal. There are nasty, moderate, anti-gun Republicans lurching around. They are going to dump you and your Second Amendment rights in a grave and keep their power. Doesn't have to be a local issue. 
We are talking the Mexican murder rate. This is information you will not hear on fake news, CNN, MSNBC, and most of the time, Fox News. Just something that gets that blood up. You are clueless, Joshua. You are a slave to government. That's what you love, and that's what you're all... And if you're into the no-compromise gun rights fight, nothing gets the blood up quite like the National Rifle Association. A lot of people say, well, you guys are dividing the gun movement. But remember, NRA with Wayne LaPierre and Chris Cox and all these people who run the show there in their ivory tower there at Waples Mill Road, they have decades now of financial improprieties. This is just... The last couple of years have been bad for the NRA. Investigations, public infighting, and all kinds of stories about big boss Wayne LaPierre spending money on himself. Italian patent leather shoes probably made for him specifically on some freaking, you know, cow over in Italy or something. Carolyn Ricker, our Coweta County mom, used to be a member. They got my $105 for a three-year membership, and they're not getting another dime. And I am not contributing to their legal fund because if they can pay for if Wayne LaPierre is going to get $20,000 Armani suits from Beverly Hills, they can pay some legal fees. Let's get a quick fact check out of the way, because we're going to hear about these suits a lot. According to leaked NRA documents, LaPierre spent $39,000 in a single day at a Beverly Hills menswear boutique. Couldn't tell you if that was just one suit or some cufflinks or what. The point is, he makes and spends a whole lot of money running what's supposed to be a nonprofit. And either way, custom suits aren't what drove Carolyn away from the NRA. We begin our program Parkland was. ...in yet another American town, which today became the site of yet another deadly school shooting. A high school in Parkland, Florida, became the scene of chaos Anderson, and panic. And I can tell you that before. for sure it was an afternoon filled with terror for so many. A uh, high school shooting in a Florida suburb where an expelled student shot and killed 17 people. The whole country reacted. There was a huge rally in D.C., and student walkouts stayed in the news for weeks. Enough is enough. That was the message from waves of high school students across the country today as they poured out of schools, across football fields, and into the streets to demand action on gun violence. All the outcry brought attention to this one policy, red flag laws. The idea that if someone might be about to harm themselves or someone else, there should be a way to take their guns until they're better. To literally give families and give local law enforcement additional tools. That's Mike Pence at the White House in 2018, just after the shooting. But the ability to go to court, obtain an order, and then collect not only the firearms, but any, any weapons. Or might take the firearms first and then go to court, because that's another system. Because a lot of times, by the time you go to court, it takes so long to go to court to get the due process procedures. Uh, I like taking the guns early, like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida. Take the guns first, due process later. But what President Trump said is a deal breaker in the gun rights world. And around the same time, you've got the NRA's top lobbyist saying this. We need to stop dangerous people before they act. So Congress should provide funding for states to adopt risk protection orders. Also known as red flag laws. It felt like a rare moment of possibility for supporters of gun control. 
and a really jarring time for folks like Carolyn. So she's seeing all this talk about new gun regulation and thinking, what is going on with the NRA? I, I emailed them and I got nothing back. So why, tell me about these red flag laws. What are, there was nothing on their site. There was nothing. Um, they just went dark. And I never got a satisfactory answer back. And so when they called for um, a fundraiser to get more money, I said, can you tell me what your stand is on the red flag laws? Well, ma'am, I'm just a, um, a, you know, I'm calling about raising money. I said, well, I'll tell you what, here's the message. And you can give this to Mr. LaPierre. When you are ready to fill my inbox with angry tirades and reasons why we shouldn't have red flag laws, then I will listen and I will be happy to continue to support you. And until that happens, no, don't. I mean, just don't. She wanted answers. When your advocates don't deliver in a moment like that, you feel like you've been fooled. And that's why I decided, well, if they're not going to defend my gun rights, who will? And Patrick, he keeps people in the loop because of his challenges. He doesn't expect us to be yes, dear dummies and go along with it. It's, this is what's happening. Look for yourself. Do this for yourself. This is empowerment. That word empowerment is interesting. For her, watching the videos makes her feel powerful. More powerful, anyway, than cutting the NRA another check. Of course, there was always another way. She would have had to wait for the legislative session, figure out committee schedules, drive 40 miles to the state capitol, sign up to speak, wait her turn, and then testify for, like, two minutes in front of a room full of intimidating lawmakers. But instead, she can watch Patrick stand outside the capitol for her. Supporting him feels much more like helping out a friend. Carolyn told me one time about this thing that happened in her neighborhood that she immediately wanted Patrick to know about. Well, in this neighborhood, we had somebody try to steal an engine. The thief was held at gunpoint until the cops got there. Now, that to me was very responsible. He did not shoot anybody. He just said, you're going to stay here. Don't move. I've got the police on the way. And he was taken into custody and everything was fine. So, and you, you called Patrick at that time? Yeah, I did. I called him, and he actually answered the phone. <laughs> I mean, not that, you know, there's no hero worship there, but I was surprised that he did because I was just going to leave a voicemail. Right, right. Were you a little <laughs> bit like, oh, I didn't actually mean to talk to you? <laughs> yeah, I did. I said that. I really wasn't expecting you to pick up your phone. <laughs> he said, I said, it's okay, what's on your mind? And I told him, and he's like, okay, cool. You know, so it, it was all very, um, very professional, very um, cordial. It was not... Um, I mean, he's a he's a decent guy. It also strikes me as the opposite of your interaction with the NRA. Mm-hmm. Lisa lives in Atlanta, so it's natural for her to focus on Patrick's group, Georgia gun owners. Since I'm in Kansas City, I pay more attention to the door groups in Missouri and Iowa. I sent Facebook messages to a bunch of people who comment on the videos Aaron Door makes for the Missouri Firearms Coalition, and only one person wrote back. John Burke. We ended up talking on the phone about maybe doing an interview. He was polite, but cautious. John is in a militia group called Three Percenters, and he didn't really want the interview to be about that. Also, you know, people in the gun world don't trust the media, and in some ways that's fair. 
It's true that a lot of reporters don't know much about guns. They call an AR-15 assault rifle, use the word clip when they mean magazine, and for some reason, seem to think semi-automatic is an important word when talking about a handgun. It drives me crazy too. So anyway, I told him. It's my job to cover guns. I like hunting. I even used to be in the army, jumped out of airplanes and shot lots of guns. I think I can give you a fair shake. John agreed to the interview and invited me to his home near Lake of the Ozarks. Looking back, I was feeling pretty good about talking my way into this interview, but as it turned out, it wasn't really me who convinced him to do it. It was Aaron Dorr. Just for radio purposes here, can you uh, say and spell your first and last name? First name is John, J-O-H-N. Last name is Burke, B as in boy, U-R-K-E. And just for clarification, is Carly going to be participating? I'm going to try to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) Carla is John's wife. They moved from the Chicago suburbs to Missouri when they retired. It recently fell down, but we've got a metal plate against that tree right there. I see, yeah. They like being outdoors. John even set up a little pistol range in the backyard. With um, 3, 5, 7, 10, and 15 yards Uh, marked out. Nice. So... What, uh, what, what's, what's back that way? Anybody? Any nope. neighbors? Nothing at all? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Are you recording now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, 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 the rowboat that you see upside down that we inherited? Yeah. The big joke is when they come to confiscate my guns, I lost it in a boating accident. <laughs> so that little rinky-dink rowboat, that's the SS gun loss. <laughs> they said they barely watch TV anymore. But they are big fans of Aaron Dorr. Whenever they get a Facebook notification for one of his videos, yep. Missouri Firearms Coalition is having a live watch party. Okay, we're okay, on everything it. else is on pause. Okay. So. Or if they get a notification that a reporter wants to do an interview, they check with Aaron to see what he thinks. When they tell me that, I'm like, oh, really? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes, because yeah. we check you out too. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Uh, due diligence. I told you right up front, I will research, dig, and pull threads, you know. So that was the first thing he did and was was check with Aaron. Mm-hmm. And and it so, took him a day, but he got back to me. Right. And, and if I did something like that with the NRA he would have been go away, leave me alone. It, uh, it would never happen, you know. Uh, Just like Carolyn Ricker in Georgia saying she's fed up with the NRA, the Burks are not happy about Wayne LaPierre and his wardrobe. While it's important for him to look professional and look good, I don't think as a member of the NRA my money is being best used by him buying a $50,000 suit. Especially Um, when he's using it to stab us in the back. Yeah. I like how every time we hear about those fancy suits, they get more expensive. Yeah. Anyway, as we're sitting in their living room, John tells me they started to get interested in guns back in Illinois. We went out and we bought a couple of handguns to take to the range. Uh, I got a a 9mm 1911 and she got a 9mm polymer handgun. And we would go to the range. It's like, you know... Illinois law is really stupid. 
you've got to unload it. You've got to make sure it can't fire. The ammunition has to be completely separate than the firearm. They both have to be locked in separate containers. All these regulations you have to follow. The range is three blocks from our house. Why are we busting our butts doing all this work to go three blocks? They just found this stuff to be really onerous, and they didn't want to deal with it anymore. The Second Amendment is very clear. Shall not be infringed. Period. Period. It's not shall not be infringed unless a reasonable argument can be reached. It's it's not... Shall not be infringed unless it scares someone. Yeah, (laughs) or or offends someone. John and Carla tell me gun politics are a big reason they decided to retire here in Missouri. John can shoot targets off the back porch, and the neighbors don't care. We We were seriously digging into the state laws and political climate. That was a big factor in in us choosing Missouri. You don't move to Illinois if you're allergic to corn. You don't move to Texas if you're allergic to cattle. You just, you you dig and you find out what the... You don't move to Missouri if you're allergic to (laughs) Naples. The Burks are really big on this idea. They tell me again and again, they do their research. Buyer beware. You've got to know your sources, and you've got to comparison shop the information with anything, actually. Right. You know, uh, right. you know it, it, the old joke is, well, I read it on the Internet, so it must be true. Uh, it's a joke, but there are people who believe that, right. and you have to research. That research is how John found the Missouri Firearms Coalition. We came across the Dorn brothers, and we really liked what they were saying. We really liked that they were in Jefferson City, physically in Jefferson City, not just firing off an email or sending a letter or something like that. They were actually on the steps of the Capitol, actually physically being in the faces of the the congressmen and the politicians and talking to them. And it wasn't just empty. We like that they're not just offering lip service. Yeah. Boots on the ground, John says. They're talking about videos like this. Guys, I've been to the Capitol all day, talked to probably 15 or 20 lawmakers on your behalf, talking about SEPA, uh, gun-free zone repeal, and and the list of uh, pro-gun priorities that we have this year. Aaron is in a suit and tie under the vaulted Capitol ceiling in Jeff City. He's been making videos like this for about five years now, but he started in Iowa with his first gun group. Posts like this one. So for all you grassroots folks out there, take action today. Make sure your state senator feels the pressure on this issue and we'll keep you informed. Thanks a lot. Back in those days, the videos were just little updates. Five minutes tops. But if you scroll through these videos, you can watch Aaron experimenting. He goes to gun shows, does rifle giveaways, posts videos people send in of their kids target practicing. This boy's 10. 270,000 views on that one. Way better than Aaron's anti-gun business of the week posts. Good afternoon, folks. Aaron Dorr here with Iowa Gun Owners. This week's anti-gun business of the week is Toys R Us right here behind me on Kimberly Road over here in Davenport. Reposts of other people's footage, typically showing law-abiding gun owners saving the day, do the best. To be honest, it's rare for Aaron himself to break 10,000 views. But this one did okay. 
The bottom line is, it's windy outside, so I apologize for the noise in the background here, but the bottom line is, right now, the city council here is scared. The anti-gun members of the council... He's standing outside in the snow, suffering for the cause, which gets him almost as many views as that 10-year-old at the range. But it's okay, because, remember, Aaron's not alone. Howdy, folks. Chris Dore here from Minnesota Gun Rights. I wanted to give you a quick update on Senate File 1. This is a family business. Hi, folks. Ben Dore here. I'm from Northfield, Minnesota, and I'm the political director for Minnesota Gun Rights. Working as a team makes it easier to cover more ground. Together, the Dore brothers host videos in seven states. And with a couple friends... Hey, everybody. Greg Pruitt here, president of the Idaho Second Amendment Alliance. And Georgia Gun Owners is coming in with the firepower bombs. Now you're in 12 states, pulling 75,000 views easy. Horsing around with your bros for a couple hours, Hollywood Squares style. <laughs> how, did we get a, how did we get a fifth person here? I, I looked up and this broadcast got going and I was like, wait, we got we got five faces on here tonight. Yeah, the FNG better introduce himself. <laughs> <laughs> Just the resident troll from Idaho. The funny new guy. It's a lot easier to make videos when you don't have to stay in the snow or outside a bowling alley. Inside, everyone's got microphones and audio equipment. Comfy office chairs, interchangeable banners, and branded gear. It's all working so well that they decided to launch their own national supergroup, the American Firearms Coalition. The door's challenge to the NRA. We've been executing this plan to try to build up a crescendo here so that we are bringing maximum leverage of gun owners to bear at exactly the right time so that the, the, the pump is primed so that when we get a meeting like we've got tomorrow. And within months, you're flying yourselves out to Washington, D.C. So guys, if you're getting signed in right now, this is the American Firearms Coalition. We're right here at the White House. We're going to be inside later this afternoon. Probably can't do a video inside the West Wing, but we will we'll be in there later yes, on will. today. And we're this message comes from NPR sponsor, Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe believes that simple is safer, which is why they designed their system to be easy to install. Order online with the click of a button. Open the box, place the sensors, plug it in, and your home is protected around the clock. Get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee at simplysafe.com slash compromise. Some days, reading a bunch of headlines just isn't enough. You need to let the news sink in. On Consider This, NPR's new daily news podcast, we can help you do that. Each day, in about 10 minutes, you can find out not just what happened, but why and what it means. Consider this. New episodes every weekday afternoon from NPR. Guys, this is going to be a big day here in D.C. And again, the problem is the wrong people are talking to the president. The wrong people are giving him advice. The wrong people are telling him that gun owners just don't really care. The brothers' door and their pals are right outside the U.S. Capitol building. The white dome is rising up behind them in the frame. We're looking at fresh haircuts, suits and ties. They're usually dressed pretty casual, which makes sense. They don't want to be confused with NRA big shots. It's the summer before coronavirus, and the doors are here with 116,000 individually printed pieces of paper. We're here doing what we said we were going 
to do. We're delivering your petitions to the president, to the White House, telling them to stop. They did not meet the president. But they say they did pass their petitions along to his legislative liaison, along with a message. No red flag laws. Okay, this movement, this no compromise grassroots movement is from the bottom up. And that's a big difference between the American Firearms Coalition and and the NRA and some of these other groups. You know, I think that's been a big frustration from a lot of gun owners is they don't ever know what these gun groups are doing. But we tell you all the time, we're always live on Facebook. It's true. These guys are live on Facebook a lot. It's what makes this all possible. There are lots of gun rights groups in the U.S., some with a lot more money than the doors. But unlike most of those groups, the brothers have mastered Facebook Live and built a following. A loyal one. Look at John and Carla Burke. They are very above board, and there's nothing underhanded about them. They're, they're, yeah. If you've there's, got all your no, cards There's on the no table. hidden agenda that I can see from right. them. Here I am. You're going to see me come. What you yeah. see is yeah. what you get, and there's a lot of me, so <laughs> here we come. <laughs> Paying members like the Burks are just two examples. The Missouri Firearms Coalition has 130,000 followers on Facebook. And in Georgia, it's nearly 425,000. And for the ones we've met, the appeal of these no-compromise guys is... Passion. They're very in-your-face and offensive, and by God, I love them for it. <laughs> it's, it's what you've got to do. You, you, you don't go into a war zone with Nerf guns and pillows. And transparency. I like him, you know, because he does keep us in the loop. He says, this is what we did with your money. He gives you accountability. The thing is, outside of their Facebook fans, those aggressive tactics don't win the door as many friends. And as for accountability, a lot of people have questions about that. I asked John and Carla if they've heard any of the accusations. He has been accused of being basically shady. I I mean, are you guys, are you aware of those uh, those claims at least? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, Oh, yes. But they totally brushed him off. It's, 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 It's a very common tactic to take your opposition and undermine them. And as discrediting is as, yeah. tactic in the book. Yeah. And people are going to say what they're going to say. Haters are going to hate. It's clear the doors and their partners are connecting with their followers. Which, according to Mark Zuckerberg, is exactly the point of these Facebook videos. People watch live videos longer and they comment more than 10 times as much as on regular videos. People love going live because it's so unfiltered and personal and you feel like you're just there hanging out with your friends. All it takes is one friend who follows the Missouri Firearms Coalition for these videos to start popping up on your newsfeed. Compare that to something like NRA TV, which was a streaming platform you had to seek out. The NRA ran its own online TV network for four years before it pulled the plug. It was filled to the gills with that same tirade vibe Patrick and Aaron are serving, except from shiny gun celebrities like Dana Lash. The only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. But nobody was watching. The actual viewership was really low, 
I asked John and Carla Burke about NRA TV, and they're like, yeah, you know, they tried it, but they weren't into it. And in Georgia, Carolyn Ricker told me the same thing. You just gave me a thumbs down sign. I haven't seen it. Okay. I, I mean, I haven't actively looked for it, and I haven't seen it. So it's kind of like, I heard about it, but I don't know. I think I've seen a couple of items. And how much did NRA TV cost to run a year, paying all those stars, production, scripts? $20 million a year. And even with all that money, they still couldn't simulate the feeling of community that the gun guys get out of Facebook for a tiny fraction of that price tag. Which is something Facebook did on purpose. Just like John and Carla, Facebook's algorithm values authenticity, or what looks like it. It doesn't care about Hollywood production value. What it cares about is engagement. Comments, likes. Anything that looks like people are genuinely interacting with each other, which might be what these check-ins and shout-outs are all about. The great Ola Nicholson in Madison County. Michael says we're worse than a bunch of women. Thanks, Michael. See you later, bud. Out. Doesn't matter if they're drawing trolls. Like P.T. Barnum said, There's no such thing as bad Facebook Live comments. The algorithm amplifies content it perceives as popular. So a Facebook Live video that gets lots of comments and shares. Wendell says you have become a shame and disgrace to gun owners. You need to go radical hatred. That's what you have. Wendell says I have radical hatred. Is more likely to be at the top of someone's newsfeed. It's almost like the gun guys hacked the system, or better yet, used it exactly the way it was designed, just not for friendship. For what, then? Hundreds of hours of videos, a splash of Facebook magic, familiar lineup of charismatic friends, each with their own special style, but always circling back to the same central message. This is government control top to bottom. They all want tyranny over your rights, your God-given right, your natural right. As long as people are willing to sit, government's willing to, to control. Stop their tyranny, to stop their government control. Tyrannical governments control. Tyranny to control. Tyranny. But what happens if the messengers can't be trusted? We're logging out of Facebook. They're trying to incite their base so that they will donate more money to their cause. And they wind up doing nothing to help gun rights or anybody else. And finding out the Door Brothers look a little different in real life. He's so hostile and so um, aggressive and rude that I'm, you know, I'm not going to listen to him. And so he is completely ineffective in this house. That's when it became apparent to me that there was an ulterior motive. Now, there had always been something that struck me as off um, about Aaron and Chris. That's next time on No Compromise. No Compromise is us, Chris Haxel and Lisa Hagen. The show is produced by Graham Smith and edited by Robert Little of NPR's Investigations Unit. Josh Rogerson and Stephen Key are our sound engineers. Sound design by Josh and Graham. Our music comes from Peter Duchesne, Brad Honeyman, and the Hump Muscle Rolling Circus. Thanks to Neil Carruth and Anya Grunman from NPR Programming. Special thanks to our friends at StoryLab, Michael May, Alex Goldmark, Bruce Oster, and Cheryl W. Thompson. 
also to AC Valdez and our colleagues at the Guns in America Reporting Collaborative. And hey, Peter Lasbo, thanks, man. No Compromise is a production of NPR, working in partnership with KCUR in Kansas City, WABE in Atlanta, and WAMU in Washington, D.C. 